This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. And welcome to this new episode of Another Digital Citizen. My name is Fro, and with me I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Uh, were you at the wedding this week? The wedding? What wedding? Mm-hmm. The great wedding on YouTube. I don't even know what you're talking about. <gasps> PewDiePie got married yesterday. Oh, it happened yesterday? I, I didn't yes. see it. I didn't know it was on YouTube. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I have to be completely 110% honest that somebody told me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be some yeah. kind of secret wedding, like the date hadn't been revealed yeah. to anybody, but yeah, I, you know, those kind of things leak out and people get a hold of that information, yeah. Uh, he shared, I think he shared a picture on uh, Instagram. I, I oh, that would do it. Her, yeah. Yeah. Him, uh, him and Marcia in her wedding dress. The wedding dress wa- was fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, they've been together for longer than we have done this fucking podcast. So they've been together for quite a, a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my new new measurement of of time is how long have I done this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it's four years in uh, six shows. <laughs> that's quite a while, but yeah, they've been together for for, for uh, ages. Yeah, uh, ages. They, uh, well, as long as I've been watching him, she's been around. Uh, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's good for them, I guess. I was noticing mm-hmm. this week. I don't know why this randomly came into my head, but YouTube doesn't run commercials on television, bro. Ever. I wonder if they are allow- right. or like if television networks won't allow them to run commercials. I I thought about it uh, recently because I was watching TV somewhere, and I saw an mm. ad for Facebook groups, not just Facebook, bro. Facebook okay. groups, which is like a very specific part of Facebook. They're not just advertising all of Facebook. They're just advertising the group part of uh, Facebook. And then I started thinking, mm. why don't all these other – like you've never – I've never seen a TV ad for Twitter in my life mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. YouTube or like they don't advertise on television. I think yeah. that's kind of interesting. No. 
No, that, that, that's, that's quite right. And I've never seen a Facebook you... ad until recently, and I think it has to do with all the bad publicity. Right. But I, how, how do you commercialize something that is so fucking popular? There's no, don't, no, no need real to. need for it. Right, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have all the users they want. I think if if they were a small independent company, they would do it. But I, I don't I don't see the reason. I I've seen I've seen like YouTube commercialized funny enough for themselves on YouTube. But <laughs> but that's right like, or like their TV shows or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right, right. But it's it's uh, really really weird. Uh, I have to bring something up. Do you remember that? Fa- for fuck's sake, sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> someone f- forgot to turn off his uh, uh, sound on his phone. But yeah, um, I have to bring up uh, 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 the Firefest uh, thing again, because Netflix have done something incredibly smart. Uh, uh, they uh, launched uh, a new show coming soon to Netflix called uh, I Land. Uh, See what they did there, and the first five minutes <laughs> of, of that commercial is is just like the uh, intro to the yeah. Firefest. Well, to a degree, it, it I mean, is so funny. It even has a like pig in it and everything, just like the Firefest yeah. thing did. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. the commercial for this. Is this gonna be like a Bandersnatch interactive kind of thing? Uh, it looks like it. Because yeah. it says you get to choose at one point in the trailer. But I don't know if, if they're talking about the characters in the show or if they're talking about us, right? right. So, yeah. I, I, ho- I hope it's going to be something band snatch thing. But it looks very interesting. I, I love, like, scary stuff. And I think it would be interesting to do some scary stuff with the Bandersnatch... Uh, style, uh, choose your own adventure. Style of show, yeah. yeah. And that seemed like a good, that specific uh, storyline that I watched, uh, which kind of is, these people are on an island and then they're being watched by, like, video cameras. Right. That's a really easy way right. to do something like a Bandersnatch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Uh, here's something else. I We did Marianne Williamson as a main topic pretty recently, Fro, right? <laughs> yeah. I saw this. And and when we uh, did Marianne Williamson, we we looked her up. And if you just Google Marianne Williamson religion mm-hmm. to try to find out what her religion is, what what we did, I remember exactly Not, what nothing. it said. It said she yeah. is of Jewish descent. You remember this? And we were questioning yep. uh, uh, how much Jewish is she? Does she have any Jewish? Uh, does she actually still believe in any Judaism, or is she just Jewish uh, of Jewish descent? And now I go and look up Marianne Williamson religion on Google, and it has something completely different. And now it says, <laughs> Williamson, who's, Williamson, whose style called a trendy amalgam of Christianity, Buddhism, pop psychology, and 12-step r- recovery wisdom, uh, said she thinks, uh, she did not think of those she teaches as her followers or flock or congregation, but as her audience. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a cult <laughs> leader at all. <laughs> Do you remember uh, uh, that lady that ran for Congress or where it was uh, a few years ago that had that commercial, I'm not the witch? 
No, I don't remember this. I'm not, I'm not a witch. I'm nothing uh, like you have heard of me at all. <laughs> really? I don't know. I, I, I must have missed that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It reminds me of her. I, I will find it for you while, while, while we talk about something else. Talk about how, how you can share this podcast if you like it. Yeah, go out there and share a podcast. Uh, share it off the SoundCloud. Share it on Twitter or Facebook or uh, anywhere else you can share. Reddit uh, or Instagram or anything else. Go ahead and share a podcast out there uh, if you enjoy it. Uh, you can also share our Twitter or share our Facebook with people. Um, and go help us out. Uh, yeah. Okay, this is super sh- short. We usually never do this, but let's do... A thirty-minute, uh, thirty-second, sorry, uh, ad in the beginning of the show. Uh, Christine O'Donnell was her name. I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure you will remember it when you when, when you see it. Uh, okay. I send it. I send you the link. I'm gonna buy some more time. Uh, we are part of the Pod All the Time Network. Uh, if yes, check out the other podcasts on there. They help us out on Twitter. Uh, so that we can promote our podcast better and faster, and they help out a lot. So go check those guys out. They are super nice, super friendly people. Uh, uh, they've been tremendously nice to us, and uh, yeah, uh, they post uh, they post uh, a lot with our uh, Twitter handle. So they they are nice. Okay, are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. She's not me, by Politicians the way. Politicians who think spending, <laughs> trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in office. I'll go to Washington. That background is where I took my school pictures when I was in middle school. I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I approve this message. You don't remember this lady? No. I don't I don't <laughs> remember this lady at all, whatsoever. Oh, oh okay, yeah. So she she had to make an ad where, where she comes out and she says, like, I'm not the witch. And I, and, and I was thinking... How much would you pay for an ad with Marianne Williamson coming out like, Hello, I'm not a religious cult person. I'm not a cult leader. (laughs) Methinks you protest too much. (laughs) I would pay the fuck amount of money for that. Uh, Anyway, uh, talking about money... Um, uh, let's go into the news. Jeffrey Epstein signed a will with 578 million just two days before the suicide. Take me through this. Uh, right. Uh, uh, hit, uh, sorry. Uh, accused sex trafficker just Jeffrey Epstein signed a will just two days before he died of a suicide in New York jail. Uh, court records show. Uh, that leaving behind an estate value of more than $577 million, which includes more than $56 million in cash. Where do you store $56 million in cash? 
Uh, in all your madrasas. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. You yeah, just man. have a house that's just stacked full of money. Uh, oh, was it Breaking Bad where he has, like, the, the, the storage unit and it's just got stacks of money in it? Right. Uh, right. right. The 66-year-old's death was ruled suicide by hanging last week by the me- medical examiner, which we didn't talk about because it happened uh, the day after uh, we, co- we did the show last right. week. Uh, but it was, at least according to this chief medical examiner who uh, has done a lot of very famous people in the past, I think what I heard was this was the same guy who um, somehow was also involved in Kennedy's uh, assassination, being the med- medical examiner there. I don't know if that's oh. true or not, but uh, that would be a strange okay. coincidence. Uh, the will was filed last week in official court in... The U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh my gosh! Come on, tax haven, <laughs> and listed no details of beneficiaries. Uh, the court papers filed mm. filed in St. Thomas uh, revealed that Epstein, a for, former hedge fund manager, was <laughs> worth about eighteen million dollars more than he stated in court papers. Oh yeah. So yeah. I wonder why. He came out with a will two days before he was killed, or I mean, before he died, mm-hmm. allegedly committed suicide. I should say. Um. Hmm. And he wrote his will in a tax haven, so that's always good. <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, suspicious at all. <laughs> but it does say the will doesn't have any nope. b- beneficiaries, so I don't know what's going to happen with all the money. Hmm. Um, do you want me to take a very good guess? Okay. I think, because uh, I've, I've heard of... Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, someone rich dying in America that didn't have any uh, like people to give their money to, and I think I think the state got it somehow. Like uh, the state he lived in. Right, but if his will is in the Virgin Islands, does that still? You see what I'm saying? Right. Hmm. Yeah, I really so don't know what. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, I have no idea what would happen yeah. to the money. Yeah. Would it go to the Virgin Islands or would it go back to? Would it just stay he... in the bank? Yeah, I don't know. Here, here's a real question. Uh, because um, I don't know how allegedly this is, but uh, uh, of course this man has a lot of victims behind him. Uh, can. Can uh, some of those victims sue him now that he's dead? They already are. Law against... They are. They already are. Yeah, they're suing. You... They're suing his uh, estate. The... Is what you do. You sue estate, somebody's estate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, because I I remember that coming out when we did, did the Michael Jackson thing. They they also sued the estate, right? Right. Exactly. I believe it's harder yeah. to get a win as far as getting the money if it's the estate over just the actual person but i think that's due to the fact that in that case there were a lot of people like that michael jackson there were a lot of people that were getting the money where this case he doesn't have any beneficiaries so it might be easier to get the money out of this case uh than the michael jackson case that that was just what i was thinking maybe maybe it's easier for the victims I, I'm not going to say allegedly that he molested. So yeah, more has come out about uh, people 
other people um, that are uh, involved in this and uh, their alleged uh, abuse as well, like through Epstein, mm. um, that lawyer guy who got Epstein off or whatever, that guy is also being sued, I believe, uh, because okay. one of the victims said that he was part of, the, well, he participated in this, if uh, a good way to say it. Uh, another kind of associate of Epstein is Lady Ghislaine Maxwell. Is that how you say mm -hmm. it? Giz Ghislaine? Ghislaine, yeah. yeah. And I find that funny because of the work she does. Uh, a photo was taken of her at an In-N-Out burger last week. Uh, did you see this mm -hmm. photo? I did. And everybody was like... This is really weird. This lady who disappeared and the authorities were looking for her and she moved. She was like in New York and then she went uh, somewhere else. And then now she just pops up in L.A. She's like all over the place. Uh, mm -hmm. She just pops up and everybody was like, well, at least what most people thought is that just somebody saw her at an in and out and just snapped a picture of her. Right. Right. But it's looking like that that is not true at all, and that it may have all been staged, specifically by her lawyer, to um I don't know what to just get out that she's out there and alive, I suppose. Yeah, I I, I found it strange that uh, uh, the metadata is tagged with Metalgate, and that is a uh, company owned by uh, Maxwell's attorney, DailyMail.com, reported. Well, not, well the and... big thing originally, if you saw the picture before any of this stuff came out, and you were to look at this picture, it was she, she's sitting there, she's reading a book, and it was right. reported that it was had to do with uh, the death of uh, CIA agents, is the book she's reading from. That's another interesting thing that came into this, uh, which nobody's proven, I guess, but... If you looked at the original picture, she's sitting there by herself at a table, but for some reason she has two plates of food and two drinks, right? Mm. <laughs> so it's like, well, and there was an extra phone also in the picture. So it was clear that she was there with somebody and not by herself, uh, mm -hmm. if you just saw the initial photo. And then this photo is like a secondary photo, and it shows her with a dog. And this dog mm -hmm. turns out to be the lawyer's dog as well. <laughs> so mm -hmm. this whole thing was like some kind of weird... Uh, publicity stunt, it seems like. Uh, I ask why. What are they after? Are they just after publicity, or what? I, it's, it almost seems like she's, uh, it's almost kind of an, a fuck you to everybody, being like, he's dead now, and you can't get me, and I'm gonna take a picture and put it on social media, and ha ha ha. It almost seems kind of like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like showing them the middle finger kind of thing. Or just being like, yeah, I don't like, even care if you if you find me. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they can't link her back, I guess. Well, I mean, or she thinks like, that they can't. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's so weird. It is so strange.
Um, and why isn't she arrested to begin with? Like, she's so involved in this, as far as I know from right. what I've heard of this. She's, like, the number two person that would get in trouble for this, and she's still not arrested. That's very strange. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go something uh, that is also strange and completely weird. Uh, Israel bars U.S. Democratic lawmakers Ian Omar and Rashid Talab. Tal Talib, 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 Talib. Yep. Okay. Under pressure from Trump. Why? Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu on Thursday barred the U.S. Democratic Congresswomen uh, from making their planned trip to Israel shortly after the U.S. president uh, called on his ally to not let them in. Uh, Talib and Omar, the first two Muslim women elected to Congress, are members of the party's progressive wing. We've talked a lot about these two in the past. Uh, the move, which right. were immediately, the, oh, the moves which were immediately condemned by many Democratic leaders in the United States, uh, could help whip up support among Trump and Netanyahu's conservative voter base as they head into the election campaigns. So that's what a lot of people are suggesting that this is all just a uh, tactic to, uh, you know, get Trump's base of support mad. And get them riled up so uh, so they're angry at these people. Uh, of hmm. course, this all come, stems off of, if you remember, months and months and months ago, Fro, uh, Ilhan Omar saying all about the Benjamins. Remember that? Right, right. And then after that, we had the, what, North Carolina supporters of Trump in the rally saying send her back about Ilhan Omar. And the, all this uh, coming in... in I guess ending up right here where now these two congresswomen are being denied uh, access to an ally country of ours <laughs> because they said mm. because they said something that the other country didn't like, right? So weird. There is some I, suggestion. I, 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 okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I I, I was just thinking like I uh, uh, I I think there is underlining racist motives behind this as well. Like, uh, from Netanyahu, he's not really known for being an open and okay guy, to be honest. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't think he did have any problems uh, uh, saying, hey, uh, you're not allowed into my country because he's a big dip. Asshole. I, I would make another suggestion that it might have something to do with the fact that both of these women uh, are pro-Palestine, and Israel right. might not... Uh, one of them, uh, they said that uh, Rashida Tlaib was allowed to come there and see her mother after they said after they said they were going to bar them. Then they said, oh, well, mm -hmm. Rashida Tlaib can come there to see their, her family, but she has to stay with an escort and cannot go in certain places. And I think the whole idea here is they didn't want these two women going where all the bad shit is happening with a right. film crew and filming it and making Israel look bad because they're doing all these bad things, right? I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. I'm going to tell you something I don't think I ever told anyone before. And uh, you know that the Christian community is very pro-Israel, right? Mm -hmm. Even when I was Christian, I was uh, uh, Palestine friendly. Even when I was Christian, it was one of the things that I found 
most difficult uh, in the beginning uh, when I, I, I became a Christian. I was like, all the talk about how holy Israel was and how we must protect Israel and how bad the Palestinians are and all that fucking Christian propaganda. It is amazing. It, it, it amazed me how pro-Israel friendly America is. And why is that? Do you have Do you have an answer for that? Well, I mean, uh, uh, most of them would say it stems back from World War II and the set Israel right. settlement because of, uh, of the Nazis, and that that's why we have to never question them is because they went through that. Mm. Uh, but I didn't go through that. I wasn't alive when that happened, so it doesn't. That you know right. what I mean. That doesn't really mean anything anymore to people who free, haven't free path. Yeah. right who aren't seventy years old. Um, but I like it's a lot of religious part of it. I, I honestly, Fro, Republican uh, Christians are more mm. pro-Israel than uh, Democratic Jewish people. <laughs> mm. Right? So it's a very yeah. weird thing. Uh, Donald Trump also tweeted about uh, Tlaib. Uh, sorry, I don't buy her... Uh, rep uh, oh, Representative Tlaib's tears. I've watched her violent craziness and most importantly words for far too long now tears she hates israel and all jewish people <laughs> she's an anti-semite oh. and she and her f three friends are the new face of the democratic party live with it so this is all a strategy to make the democratic party look uh anti-semitic right could be if you can associate yeah. these four women with being anti-Semitic, then when it comes to the general election, he can just point to them and say, "Oh, you're part of the party of those anti-Semites, right?" Mm. You know who we can't do that to, Fro, who we, which we've talked about many times yeah. in the past, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call Bernie an anti-Semite. It doesn't work. Another reason Bernie should be in the general. <laughs> You against yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're so against yourself. <laughs> you hate yourself. Um, but yeah, okay. But let's uh, let's talk about more stupid stuff. Tom Trump did uh, this week. A lot uh, of Trump I'm, news I'm this week. This. More Trump news than I'd want. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because. Uh, and people don't know this because it was cut out at the end. I, 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 predicted, I predicted this, and it's the second time in, in a row that I predicted something like this. Uh, and it was cut out of the show because the uh, audio quality was too, too low. audio went bad, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Greenland tells Trump it's open for business, but not for sale. Greenland on Friday dismissed uh, the notion that it might be up for sale after reports that U.S. Uh, President Donald Trump had privately discussed with his advisor the idea of buying the world's biggest island. We're open for business, but we're not for sale, Greenland's foreign uh, minister, Arne Lone Bager, uh, told Reuters. Uh, Trump, uh, Trump is was due <laughs> To visit Copenhagen in, in September. Right, I'll go into that September. really quick right here, Fro. Uh, right. 
But less than two weeks before his scheduled trip to Denmark, President Donald Trump announced on Twitter that he has postponed his visit to Copenhagen after the Danish Prime Minister disputed his interest to buy Greenland as absurd. <laughs> right, so uh, he's no longer going there because uh, they said he couldn't buy Greenland. He went, humph, and went, I'm not going to their party. It has to be an uh, April Fool's show, uh, totally out of season. Former Prime Minister Lars Lukey Rasmussen said on Twitter, "Is truly compl- uh, uh, contemplating this." Uh, then it's the final truth that he has gone mad. Former affairs spokesman of the Danish People Party, Søren uh, Arpsen, told broadcast to DR, uh, "The thought of Denmark selling." <laughs> Thousand citizens to the United States is completely ridiculous," he said. "Yes, it is. Yes, it is ridiculous." I mean, there is cl- a clear reason for all this, uh, and it has yes. to do with wo- World War Three, to be honest, <laughs> because yes, Greenland is, is uh, getting gaining attention from global superpowers, including China, Russia, and the United States, due to its strategic location militarily mm-hmm. and also its mineral resources. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the military strategic location is the first one, and mi- mineral resources is the second one on that list. Uh, I I don't think it, it it is even second. I think it's so down the list that uh, it shouldn't be on the list. To be honest, I don't know about don't... what kind of resources it has, but I would assume off of oh. like, well, I would oh. assume off the coast, like in, in the water. There's if you set up, you know oil rigs. There's probably a lot of oil out there, but I don't know. Uh, uh, more coal on Greenland. There's a lot of coal there. But yeah, uh, but uh, I said it, uh, it was almost, almost the mo- uh, most stupid thing Donald Trump said this week, because uh, Donald Trump also wanted to censor the internet with troubling executive order RSS reporter, tell me about this. Uh, Leaked documents show that Donald Trump's administration drafted an executive order that would reportedly grant the police, oh, power to police speech on the internet. The order is being called the Censor the Internet Executive Order by such critics as Fight for the Future, a nonprofit that says it works to protect and expand the positive transformation uh, power of of the digital landscape. Um, It says here, Mm -hmm. the leaked documents show that Trump administration is drafting an executive order that, if upheld by the courts, could essentially end free speech on the Internet. Uh, The draft order would put the FTC and FCC headed by its notoriously corrupt chairman, Ajit Pai, in charge of, I haven't heard that crappy name in a while, in charge of monitoring and policing (laughs) online speech on social media platforms and online forums and more. According to Chris Lewis of the nonprofit uh, Public Knowledge, the leaks are troubling on many levels. He highlights the first potential for First Amendment violations, as well as the apparent disregard for the independence of agencies like the FCC and the FTC. Right. Uh, the other thing I saw about this is that it would transfer over, uh, like if if he doesn't. Um, become president again, say it moves over to whoever wins, let's just say... Uh, Bernie. Let's say Bernie wins. This right. this power would transfer over to Bernie, 
and his administration after that, which I'm guessing he would get rid of this executive order. But if you put somebody in there like <laughs> yeah. Biden, who right. knows so much about the Internet, 03033303, that uh, I don't know what the hell Biden would do with this kind of executive oh. order. Right. So. Oh, well, uh, it's not uh, only uh, the United States that has stupid presidents. Uh, Brazilian president, uh, Jair, oh gosh, Bolsonaro. Yep. Sure. Yep. Uh, posted spectacular but misleading whale hunt images on Twitter in response of to Norway's decision to halt its its forest uh, uh, production subsidies. Uh, Look at the killing of the whales sponsored by Norway. Bolsonaro wrote on Twitter on Monday. The post includes a video and photograph uh, of a spectacular whale hunt where mammals in shallow waters of the base are slaughtered by uh, people wading on, on shore armed with uh, hooked knives. The whale's blood turns uh, the water red. However, uh, the images reportedly taken on uh, 29th in Norway illustrates the grind, a type of pilot whale hunting practiced exclusive in the Faroe Islands, a Danish territory uh, in the North, Nordic Atlantic. Norway is one of the few countries in the world that authorities commercialize whaling, but uh, the whales are hunted individually at sea uh, from the ship and with the grenade-mounted harpoons. We can confirm that the video and photos are not from Norway, the Norwegian fish ministry told AFP in an email. Our whale hunt takes place uh, from the ships and uh, at the sea, arguing the Norway's practice were substantial. So, this is all stemming out of uh, well, Bolsonaro is taking digs at Norway since the country announced last week, uh, right. like Germany, was blocking 30 million euros of subsidies to Brazil, accusing it of turning its back on the fight against deforestation. Norway has been a sing the single largest donor to the Amazon Fund for Forest Protection, uh, right, because uh, Brazil is burning down the rainforest right now, right. Uh, if everybody didn't know that. Yeah, so it's 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 uh, it's all about the money. It's all about the bling, 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 That's what it's all about. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure the the heart guy from Captain Planet would not be happy right now. Um, <laughs> what I'm seeing here, Fro, uh, reading mm -hmm. and listening to books stimulates the same areas of the brain. Ending audiobook mm. snob snobbery as scientists find reading and listening activates the same parts. Interesting. Okay. Do you want me to go into this? I would love that. But uh, do you know that you can get a free book at audibletrial.com? slash another digital citizen that's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen because reading is also something you can do with your ears uh yeah book snobs who insist that reading literature is superior to listening to an audiobook may want to look away now 
Neuroscience have neuroscientists have discovered the same cognitive and emotional parts of the brain are stimulated whether a person hears words or reads them. Uh, a YouGov study carried out in 2016 found that 10% of Britons believed that li listening to an audiobook was the same as having read the physical version, with the majority believing it was a lesser form of culture. Yeah. Okay. Which, wow. yeah, I mean, that's kind of a stigma, I guess. Like, oh, you <laughs> listened to it? You didn't sit down and read yeah. it? Like, that makes you not as... What, like classy, I guess? I don't know. Uh, but experts at the University of California, Berkeley, disagree. Uh, the lead author mm -hmm. of the research said, at the time when more people are absorbing information via audiobooks, podcasts, and even audio text, our studies show that whether you're listening to or reading the same materials, they are processing uh, systemic information similarly. Well, I guess we gotta, we can just stop doing our newsletter now, Fro. Because <laughs> yeah. that's another not digital, <laughs> yeah another digital it's a newsletter uh, yeah I, I'm 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 extremely 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 happy to hear about this because uh, as many people uh, know I have dyslexia uh, right so I have a hard time of reading uh, things uh, one of the reasons why uh, I let <laughs> Luke do uh, well I'm dyslexic too food. so it doesn't neither of us is really great but <laughs> like when Fro sees me read you see me read Fro and I move from like one line right. to the other and go back because I'm like moving the words yeah. around to make it all work but I just make it yeah. work uh, but it does say here in the future we find that dyslexic brain has such uh, oh semantic language representations when listening to an audiobook or other recordings that could bring more audio material into the classroom. So yeah, like right. I always had a hard time especially when you it was called on you to like speak and like read the textbook in front of the class. Yep. That was like the biggest was... fear for me. But if I could yep, have listened be. to the textbook, it would have been like way yep. better. Yeah, I totally agree. But I'm I'm so happy to see this because I've been teased so many fucking times. By people saying that, oh, reading a book with your eyes and listening to a book is not the same. Well, science tells you that you're wrong. I have to think um, there is something, I mean, one, you're using your eyes, right? And one, you're not. Right. So there has to be some extra information going into your brain, just the visual, uh, the visual of it, right? But um, as far as, like, the information being processed by your brain, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, that's why I'm, I always say I read a book when I listen to a book. doesn't mean that I read it with my fucking eyes. But that I read and we're it not 100 years brain. old. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I remember when I was really young, my mom getting books on tape from the library, and it would be like this case. Right. You remember these? It would be like, it looked kind of yep. like a, um old-school Disney a VHS cover, but it was like twice as big, I, and it had like, you whatever, like sixteen, twenty tapes in there. You had to switch out. Yep. It was kind of fun, though. I, ha I, I have been a member of uh, the Norwegian uh, Library for Blind People for whew, uh, over thirty years soon, uh, uh, and 
I've I've got I remember uh, the first like shipment I got was cassettes uh, and stacks and stacks of cassettes. I remember getting Lord of the Rings uh, and the postman complaining that it was too heavy <laughs> because it's <laughs> so many cassettes. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the ones that I remember were like probably like Agatha Christie novels or something like that. So yeah, very right. you know heavy, intensive kind of stuff. And that the there'd be so many audio tapes because you know uh, it was like an actual tape, not a CD, and it could only fit so right. much content on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, Space Command is launching the 29th of August. Woohoo! This apparently isn't the Space Force, Fro. Uh, this is this is they're launching the Space Command uh, next week. Vice President mm-hmm. Pence and Chairman of Joyce Chiefs of Staff Joseph Dunford announced on Tuesday National Space Council meeting in Virginia that the U.S. Space Command will officially be up and running August 29th. Space Command will be responsible for planning and executing space operations, and of course, space. Force will be the one doing the operation. So, Space Command planning, yeah. Space Force, the actual ones, they're, I don't know what operations they're talking about, but sure. Uh, <laughs> their capabilities will include missile warning, satellite operations, space control, and space support. Space control? Okay. Space control mm-hmm. and space. Sure. Uh, in June, the Senate confirmed John Raymond, uh, General John Raymond will be the commander of Space Command from. What what movie was it that uh, was uh, kind of an action movie where everything was based on uh, controlling the weather uh, and some bad guys had gotten control of the weather thing? Was it Superman two thousand six B? Well, Superman three. Superman three. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh, but <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, yeah, no. I, uh, this was with Gerald Butler. Uh, oh wow! No. Yeah. Anyway, you got me. Yeah. Okay. I I think it was Storm Chaser or, or something. It's that name something sounds stupid. familiar. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, anyway, it 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 reminds me a little of of that kind of movie where oh we're going to try to control everything. Oh, if. They want rain in Africa. We're going to try to control it. Yes. Please, please try to control the fucking weather. uh, That is what's going on. That's what they are trying to do here. That's that's what What, they are trying to do. Is that what you're suggesting? I have not seen any suggestion of that. Uh, Why not? Well, I... You show me the place where it says they're trying to control the weather, and I'll I'll read it. I'm I'm just saying that 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 seems like a a thing that... Because NASA is the one that will send the uh, asteroids and things like that to other planets. So what the fuck are they going to do? Asteroids to other planets. You've lost me a little bit, but uh, they're not... Spaceships to other planets. They're a it's military NASA, branch, right? Fro, if that's what you're... Yeah. Yeah. So they're dealing with military applications in space. Yeah. So say... And I'm, and I'm saying that, that it could military weaponize the weather. 
Oh, yeah. Wouldn't uh, that be a, be a plan of theirs? I really don't know. Uh, all I'm saying is I don't see any evidence of that in any articles I've read. No, no, no. So you're no, just coming up just... with that. Right. And I think it might right. be because you, we've read a lot about chemtrails because that's going to be our main topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, re I read a lot about chemtrails this week. Uh, but hey, um, uh, Joe Biden is married, and I find that kind of strange. I didn't actually know that before this week. I thought he was I... single for some reason. Oh, did you? Um, I just think yeah. she doesn't... She d doesn't present herself in public I very mm. often is the only thing sorry burp oh, okay. um, burp but Joe Biden's steadily dropping in the polls fro and so I think they were like bring out Jill I think that was the idea here <laughs> so we're going to watch a video yeah she apparently this was her first kind of uh, thing in front of uh, the cameras looks like I don't know she's at a library or either that or like on the left-hand part of the set of the view, I don't know. What does it look like to you? <laughs> I don't know. Kind of looks like a library. Kind of, yeah, or a bookstore. Maybe a bookstore, sure. Yeah. Uh, do you know what she works with? Because I know absolutely nothing about Jill Biden. It says Dr. Jill Biden, so she's some type of doctor. I'm not really sure mm. what type of doctor. No. But she's here <laughs> uh, to speak on Joe Biden's behalf. So let's hear what she has to say about Joe Biden running for president. In three, two, one, play. play. I know that not all of you are committed to my husband. Um, and I respect that. Your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is. But you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, <laughs> I sort of personally like so-and-so better. But... Your bottom line has to be that we have to beat Trump. We need to stop there. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So she said, uh, your candidate might be better on health care. Who, who could she be talking about there, Fro? It's so cryptic. Um, <laughs> but who's really going to beat Trump? She said, you got to swallow... Uh, what did she say? You have to swallow a little bit and then just vote for Joe Biden. This is so sounds like Hillary. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Enough. The lesser than two evils argument, you know what I mean? And this is just, yeah. it's so condescending to say, he might not be that great on health care. We admit it. Did, did, we, did We just had Joe Biden admit, basically, uh, or at least his campaign admit he's not good on health care, which I don't know how that's mm -hmm. a good strategy as a campaign, but sure. And, uh... Then she said, you need to swallow a little bit uh, and just suck it up, you know, hold your nose, you know, and just swallow it, get it down. It, it's not, it's so, this is horrible. Uh, Spoonful of sugar and the medicine go down, medicine go down. <laughs> like how good of a campaign, can, how well can this campaign be doing when they're saying, oh, just hold your nose and, and vote? You know, he's not a good he's not a good candidate. We know that, but come on, just vote for him. So uh, now Trump is going to tell the truth about being sick because he's sick. Yeah, apparently he's got some kind of throat thing, so he, he lost Aww. his voice, so he's physically unable to do what Tron tells the truth. So feel better, Tron. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he'll be back next week and he'll feel better. Uh, yeah. 
our prayers go up to you. <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> when people are sick, our prayers go out to you. Thoughts and prayers, right. Thoughts and prayers goes out to you. So, uh, we have an email address. It's uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, we also has a Facebook page. Has a Facebook page. That was English. Um, <laughs> we have a Facebook page. Uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. But uh, have we gotten any emails? I guess not. Uh, I've got an email here uh, from Ross. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it says, Okay. Hey guys, Ross here from Cap Understands. I assume that's another podcast, maybe? Yes, yes. He's uh, uh, just, a fantastic podcast. Just checking in and wishing for my best after listening to the newest episode. Sorry to hear you're going through some stuff, but it sounds like it's for the best getting off social media. Thanks. Take care of yourself, bud. Mm -hmm. Regards, Ross. Oh, thank you, Ross. Thank you. Yeah, he's a, such nice. a lovely person. Other he's people sent us some DMs and things on Twitter, but they were more private. I sent them to Fro. Uh, yeah, just to let you guys know if you're listening to this, that Fro did get your messages. Uh, that one was yes. directly sent to our email, so we read it on the show. Yeah, very nice uh, TV shows. Uh, you watch tomorrow of Glow. I did. I, I tried to. I watched two more episodes and I didn't get it through anymore. I was super busy this week. It was mm. one of those weeks where, like, every day I had four things to do and you only get three. So then the next day you have five things to do, but then you only get three done. And the next day you have <laughs> six things to do. You know, that kind of week, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been crazy busy, but Glow, it just isn't the same show. Like we said last week, there's nothing really else to say about it, but... Um, I don't know Should if I somebody else out there. Chance? If somebody else out there watched the whole thing, because I don't think I'm going to go back and watch right. any more of it. Tell us if it ends with wrestling, because if it does, maybe I'll go watch the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, because you watched two more episodes and there was still no fucking wrestling in it. Not really. I mean, the most wrestling oh. is they talk about it, like the one scene in the parts that I think you watched where uh, it's got Carlito from the right. WWE in it. Like, that's the person yes. who talks the most about wrestling. Like, that, him and his sister. And the rest of them, it's all, like, the love, sex storyline, so. Right. Uh, I'm done with Elementary Season 3, so I'm in Season 4 now. Getting through. Uh, it ended this week. Uh, season 7. I believe so, right? Your yes. Pick? Yes. Um, because it was called Their Final Bow. Uh, but... Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, it if they wanted to get picked up by another network or something, Fro, they, the ending of this p makes it so that they could get picked up by another network or Netflix or Amazon or something like that, if, uh, if that was a thing. But Lucy Liu already has a new TV show that just came out, which I'm going to yeah. talk about. So, uh, yeah, what did you think of the first yep. three seasons? I guess you've already watched the first three seasons once. This is like the second time you're watching them, huh? Yeah, but I, I, I gave up. After season three, right? It was years ago too, uh, so you probably don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So I had a blast watching uh, all three seasons again. Uh, I think uh, I know what my main problem about the show is. 
It's very repetitious. It's very like uh, what I find interesting is their relationship and things like that. But uh, the storyline is very repetitious, where right. they always find the bad guy at the end of the episode. And uh, I find well, that... you're going to get into some episodes where, where it's usually the end of the season, where, uh, well, I, this isn't a spoiler, because it's Moriarty, and Moriarty's in every Sherlock Holmes type right. thing. But uh, right. Moriarty is... She was in this as well. Oh, in yeah. this season? Okay, I didn't know which season she came in. It's a running thing through the whole show, and... She really never gets right. caught, which is also true for Sherlock Holmes, the, the actual thing. So, uh, yeah, and look right. forward. One of my favorite ep few episodes of this series is the they do do, like, two episodes which are kind of pulling out of the Hounds of the Baskervilles, which was always my favorite Sherlock Holmes uh, uh, okay. uh, actual book. And um, they do... They do it in a way where, like, it's modern day, but it also incorporates the original story. Very, very cool. Wait, I guess uh, I should go into that. I, uh, right here, I should go into that. Yeah. I watched the finale of Elementary this week. Yes. Which, uh, Don't spoil it. I will kill it. No, there's nothing really to spoil. It's <laughs> kind of strange in the sense that the second to last episode, everything kind of wraps up. And then the final uh, episode, uh, it wraps up a, another whole kind of part of the story that had been building. And then, like I said at the end, it, it ends kind of open-ended. Um, overall, this last season was way better than uh, season five through s halfway through season six. Halfway through season six, it starts to get better again. Uh, and then season seven is also pretty amazing. It ended when it needed to end. Uh, overall, the series itself, because there are some bad... Season 5 is definitely a low point in this show. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 altogether. This final season mm. itself, I would probably give uh, an 8.5, leaning towards a 9. Mm. Really? Cool. Uh, I've seen a Norwegian HBO show uh, called uh, Fremlinger, or in English it got translated to something... Very weird. Uh, how do I say it? Be foreigners, right? Be foreigners, but like not be space foreigners. It's just one word. Be right. foreigners, <laughs> right? Be foreigners. Yes. Fremvandrende. Uh, it's a space traveling show from Norway. Uh, very, very, very good. Uh, I give the two first episodes a nine. It's amazing. Um, yeah. What happens when people from the Viking Age suddenly comes to modern time? Oh, Norway? interesting. Yeah, and how did they get that? Well, if Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is anything, they probably go to the water park and get it like a Slurpee. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, I fucking forget about that uh, movie. That's, uh, are you looking forward to, to the new one? I don't know. I'm not really 100% sure how I feel about it. I mean, yeah, they ruin everything. And the second one was not very good, if you remember the second no. one. It was kind of no, stupid. No, uh, but yeah. we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, anything else you watched on TV this week? Oh, yeah. Um, I watched Why Women Kill, which was the new Lucy yeah. Liu show. Yeah, I watched this as well. What did you think? Only one episode out, uh, so that's all we have to really go off of. But um, yeah. the concept, I guess, is interesting because I assume... Because mm-hmm. kind of at the end, you I assumed what was going to happen at the beginning... And then at the end of the episode, they go, uh, oh, is she going to do this? Or is she going to do that? Or is she going to do this? So it's like a question of there's three different female characters and one of them is going to kill like their husband. One of them is going to kill their husband's lover. And the other one is not going to do anything, probably, is my guess, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your kind of understanding of it? Yep. Yep. And overall, I mean... it. The set design's pretty interesting because it's three different time periods. One's in the 80s, right? One's in the 50s, and one's current day. Mm-hmm. And as far as, like, the current day one, it's a little bit stereotyping of millennials. You know what I mean? A, a little, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this is what people think millennials are like, but no millennials are actually yeah. like this. Um, mm-hmm. And the 1950s part is interesting, I guess. The 1980s mm-hmm. part, I don't know. It's the Somehow Lucy Liu doesn't work for me in this character, but it's yeah. the, but it's the best storyline as far as the stories go. Yeah, I I I I totally disagree. I, I I yeah, I think that's the best part of it. I think the 80s part of it is the best. That's what I said. Yeah, but Lucy Liu, for, yeah. like. I just feel like a different actress would be better for that role. I don't know why. I just mm. don't feel like she fits in this character for some reason. Uh, maybe it's because I just finished watching Elementary and then watched this. It could have something to do with that. Uh, maybe I'll get used to it. But And the 80s part, it's also like this 80s is the most over-the-top 80s ever. Kind of like how uh, 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 was the Black uh, Wall Street... Black. Black Street? What was the name of that that HBO show? It, how that was like super over the top '80s. This is also super over the top '80s. Right. Yeah. No. I I I gave the first episode uh, an eight. Uh, I'm not gonna go that high. I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. Cool. Uh. What else did I see? I saw the Righteous Gemstones. That's not what the fucking show is called, is it, bro? Uh, it's called yes, it is called the Righteous Gemstones. Okay. I actually, I actually remembered something from memory for once. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> uh, with Goodman. Uh, it's um, about this charismatic leader of uh, Super Church. And um, uh, it is uh, with uh, Benny McBride uh, as well. And it is oh, yeah. super fucking hilarious, funny look. It is one of the most funny things I've seen in ages. I gave the first episode a nine. <laughs> okay. That show is called Black Monday, Fro. I just looked Black it up. Monday, yeah. And I, I was thinking, like, we were talking about it when we and initially ended, and we were like, how would you make right. a second season of this? I don't think it's possible. Right. Returning series, bro, is what I'm seeing. No. Yep. Really? Yep. 
How the fuck are they going to do that? I don't. I really don't know. Maybe different characters, and you redo it with different. Yeah, it has to. different characters. Yeah. Yeah, anthology series maybe. Uh, I know that Luke has just watched one more show, so I will talk about the two other shows I watched this week. Uh, that uh, he hasn't. Uh, David makes a man. Makes man. David makes man. Okay. This is a new, uh, extremely, extremely weird kind of sci-fi show, maybe. I'm not sure after the first episode what the fuck was I really watching. It's about this uh, kid, David, that has some superpowers, question mark? Wait. Um... A superpower guy named David is called David Makes... Is this a religious show? No, no. It's not. Uh, uh, And... But it's super weird, and I don't know what to think about it, but I fucking... uh, I'm very into it and can't wait to see what they're doing with this. I give it a 7, because I was very confused by it. And uh, uh, I'm looking it up, Fro, and it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. David makes a man. Mm-hmm. David mm-hmm. makes man. Yeah. Right. David makes man. Yeah. And it's, it's apparently David. on the Oprah Winfrey Network. It's so it's so weird, and it's so yeah. I I I I was very confused by the first episode. Okay. Um, and the last thing I watched was, uh, that we didn't watch both of us, was the last episode of City on uh, Hill. Uh, oh, I never finished that. that. Oh, it's such a good show. I kind of forgot about uh, it. <laughs> yeah, it is such a good show. Uh, but uh, I I will give the whole season, the first season, uh, eight and a half. All right, cool. But what have you watched this week, Luke? Um, the thing we both watched, I assume. I didn't finish the whole mm-hmm. thing. I uh, And I didn't actually write down... Usually I write down how many episodes I saw, but it was somewhere around four or five. Uh, okay. Of season, season two of Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. It was very delicious to see it all, because uh, we didn't have to fucking cover it. That's for sure. And it's very, very much better than last season. <laughs> I, I think so, at least. I didn't like the initial first part of it, where it's like... No. He went crazy because this guy talked right. to him. So if you talk to somebody right. who's mentally... Uh, ill. Ill, yeah. then you're going to become mentally ill. Is that the suggestion of the show? Mm-hmm. Okay. That part I had a little bit of a problem with, right? So... Yeah. Uh, but yep. maybe that really, ha- maybe, because this is based on a true story, maybe that really happened in real life, and that's my only thing right. that I can put on that and say, okay, th- that, that makes it okay, right? Um, right? Right. I don't know if it did happen in real life or not, so I don't know, maybe somebody, if they know about Mindhunter and the main character, go ahead and send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com, but uh, yeah, overall, I thought this was felt better than the last one, but it's really hard to, like, oh. quantify after last time we watched yeah. it episode by episode. Um, right. Where it felt very disconnected last time. This time, right. it didn't feel as disconnected, but it felt like something was missing in the episodes I saw. It felt like they mm-hmm. were focusing more on 
the secondary character, what's his name? Yep. Bill? Uh, Bill, yeah. Right, with the flat top. They're focusing yep. more on him and what he's doing yeah. than in the last yep. season. They were focusing more on yep. uh, the younger guy and what he was doing. Right. I don't know if that's because they wanted this guy to have more lines or what, but it just it's the way it's panning out. Um, I'll continue to watch it. It's still pretty good. As far, especially the acting is amazing and everything, and the story is super right. interesting. So there you go. Um, but yeah, the episodes I saw, I'm gonna give them a a six point five. Yeah, I'm going to give the whole show a seven. So I'm I'm right right over you, but it gets better. Right, I was gonna say uh, I could get to the end and it could go up exactly. Right. I think you will go up a half a point when they go to Atlanta. If you haven't, uh, have they gone to Atlanta still in in Atlanta in your? Yeah, you said Atlantis. <laughs> um, oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Uh, sorry, Atlantis would be actually if they went to Atlantis, that might be way cooler. Um, yeah, it would be maybe. I think they did go to Atlanta in the part that I saw. Yes, right. Okay, okay, but that storyline is uh, is just fucking amazing, and it's a true story as well. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, it all pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's based off of true stories. All this stuff is, so. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you gave it six and a half. I gave the whole season a seven. It's amazing acting, and uh, I think it's better than last season, for sure. So, let's go over to something that's also a little weird that we have watched a lot of this week. I uh, watched a lot of YouTube videos. It's uh, Up in the Skies. Is it Superman? Is it a play? No, it's Chemtrails. What is Chemtrails, Luke? Uh, it's a theory based on erroneous belief that long-lasting co- condensation trails are chemtrails consisting of chemical or biological agents left in the sky by high-flying aircraft, sprayed for nefarious purposes undisclosed to the general public. Uh, Believers in this conspiracy say that while normal contrails dissipate very quickly, contrails that linger must contain additional substances. Yeah. This is a very interesting theory. Yeah, it's been around... uh, as long as I can remember, uh, since, I mean, I've been on the internet, I guess is a good, good way to put it. Uh, how, when's the first time you kind of heard of this? Uh, about chemtrails? I think it had to be from you. I think so. I think you told me about it many, many years ago. Right, okay. When, when we- when we did the podcast, and I was like, I, I don't, I, it's not a very big theory in Norway. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, I was, uh, I usually don't do this, but uh, I, I, uh, I tried to find some Norwegian uh, like sites about this, to read it uh, about it and things like that. And there was not there was not a lot, a lot. Huh. Well, I wonder if it's just an American-centric kind of thing, or if it's... Uh, mm. I, I assume there, it's a conspiracy theory other places besides just America, but maybe it started in America 
and spread other places, if that makes sense? Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I found it very interesting that it was very hard to find Norwegian theorists about it. So, anyway, let's go deeper into it. Uh, where was this found out and things like that? Where does this stuff stop? It says here, chemtrail conspiracy theories began to circulate after the U.S. Air Force published a report in 1996 about weather weather modification. Uh, following which we talked about weather modification on the show before. Mm-hmm. Following the report mm-hmm. in the late 90s, the oh the Air Force was accused of spraying the U.S. population with the mysterious substances from aircraft generating unusual contrail patterns. The, the theories were post, posted on internet forums by people including Richard Fink and William Thomas uh, and were among many conspiracy theories popularized by late-night radio host Art Bell, which was on, what, what was his show, Coast to Coast AM? Was, uh, was He was the host of that before uh, the guy who currently hosts it. Uh, starting in 1999, so I guess that is kind of when it was popularized for, it was 1999, which is like two years before I graduated high school, three, three years before I graduated high school. So yeah, as far as like a conspiracy theory, end of high school, beginning of college, that's when I really even started to know that conspiracy theories kind of existed. So that makes sense as to why I, I, that would be like, I remember it for as long as I can remember. You know what I mean? Hmm. Here, it, it, I, I think it is American-centric because there's more airplanes there. Could that be kind of the, the reason why, why I think it's a little... Yeah, American- or just more airplanes flying overhead, of uh, over tops of people. And so just a plane flying over you, if you start to believe this, then every plane that flies over you is something nefarious all of a sudden. And it becomes... Right. yeah. That does make sense, and if there aren't as many planes, there's not going to be as much speculation about what the planes are doing. Really does make right. sense, yeah. And I mean, Norway is quite uh, isolated. I am not going to say isolated uh, in, in in a bad way, but 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 uh, 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 the most airport traffic here is tourists, tourism. I would think and. And also, uh, Norway is quite a long country, uh, so uh, there's a lot of uh, inbound planes from the east, east to the nor- north, and things south, uh, south to the north, and things like that. But uh, there's a very like small independent airline company in Norway called Vidra, and they are they have Bo- Boeing. Three to sevens. Have you heard about those air, aircraft? Sure. Types? Yeah, Boeing's yeah. are created in Washington, right above me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and and uh, I uh, and uh, I remember uh, that as one of the first airplanes uh, that I was in was a Boeing three two seven. Strangely enough, <laughs> but. Uh, and I remember thinking, like, when I was sitting in, in the airplane, like, watching what comes out of the airplane, 
And I also like looking up in the sky. I I I, I always thought it was uh, a con condensation. Con, con, condensation is that condensation? Yeah, it's really good. Condensation, yes. yes. And uh, uh, maybe that's why why I I never uh, thought about well, this theory. The thing, well, we'll get into it right here, but it's not so much that there just are trails. It's that uh, some people say that before 1996, the trails would dissipate really quickly, and now they just stay... Well, let's get into it right here. Proponents of chemtrail conspiracy theory find support for the theories in interpretations of sky phenomenon and videos posted on the internet. Also, reports about government programs... They also have certain beliefs about the goals of alleged conspiracy and effects of its alleged efforts in general to take certain actions based on said beliefs. Uh, the mm. proponents of the chemtrail conspiracy theory say that chemicals can be distinguished from contrails by their long duration, like I was just saying, asserting that the chemtrails wow. are those trails left by aircraft that persist for as much as half a day or transform into... Uh, Oh, cirrus-like clouds. The proponents later or proponents claim that after 1995, contrails had a different chemical composition and last uh, a lot longer in the sky. Mm. But could that have to do with pollution, though? I don't know why. That uh, it. Uh, 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 that they used a different material in the air, airplane fuel. Well, it I I don't think that that what what you're thinking. I I don't think the uh, what is it? The there's chemtrails and co contrails. I think contrails are created by the wing. Of, it's like the airflow over the wing. I think is what actually okay. creates that. I don't think it comes from the fuel at all. I think that's something that they believe. It says here, contrails uh, are condensed trails, streaks of condensed water vapor created by the air, by an airplane or rocket at high altitudes. Uh, right. Fossil fuel combustion produces carbon dioxide and right. water vapor at high altitudes. Hot, humid air from the engine exhaust mixes colder air surrounding and causes uh, water vapor to condense into droplets or ice uh, visible... Uh, oh, that form visible clouds. The rate right. which dissipates contrails dissipates entirely dependent on the weather conditions. If the atmosphere is near saturation, the contrails may exist right. for some time. Right. Yeah, that, that's, what, uh, that's what I said about the pollution part. Could it be that now that the air is thinner or there's less... Well, I think it, that would just change depending on where you are. So if you're... If you're in L.A. Right. and you see a plane flying over, there's going to be a lot more pollution than if you're in the middle right. of Iowa. Norway. Right. Yeah. Or Norway. And I don't want to say uh, anything about anybody, but I'm guessing most of the proponents of this come from places in the middle of the country where planes are flying over all the time, where as opposed right. to... Right. Um, but yeah, let's go into some of their beliefs, bro. Yeah, they have a, <laughs> they have a, uh, some beliefs. A various version of the chemtrail conspiracy theory has been propagated via the internet 
and radio programs. There are websites dedicated to the conspiracy theory and partially favored by ring, uh, right-wing conspiracy uh, groups because it fits well with the deep suspicion of government. I, I do think maybe... I, now I, that I think about that sentence, I maybe uh, the first time I heard about it was on Crazy Magoo's show. Um, Crazy Magoo. Oh, Alex Jones? Alex Jones, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know the first place I probably heard of it was some random YouTube video back when YouTube was completely uncensored, and it would have been like a bunch of pictures Probably with like um, uh, mm. Microsoft uh, uh, Word voice or like uh, text to speech or voice from Apple or something like that, doing like a voiceover over the top of it. Remember those videos back in the day, which kind of don't exist uh, anymore do. on YouTube. That's probably uh, the first I place do- I heard of it. Yeah, a 2014 review of 20 chemtrails websites found that believers appeals uh, to science in some of their arguments, but do not believe that what uh, academic or government-employed scientists says. Uh, scientists and federal agencies have consent, uh, constantly denied uh, what uh, that chemtrails exist, explaining that the sky tracks are simply persisted contrails, like you said. The reviews also found that uh, believers uh, generally hold that chemtrails evidence of the global conspiracy. Uh, they allege uh, uh, various goals, which include profit, for example, manipulating future prices or making people sick uh, to benefit drug companies, uh, population control or weapon testing, uh, use of weather, weather as a weapon or testing bioweapons. Like you were talking about uh, earlier. Weather weapons. And also, I think weather control would go into the example where they say manipulating future prices, like stock market Mm. prices. If you were to destroy a big giant crop of a specific uh, uh, plant, that plant would then the stock would go up because supply and demand, there would be less of the plant to sell, the cost would be more. Uh, You could then use weather manipulation to make money. Using the stock market, yeah. if that makes sense, bro. One of the ideas that uh, clouds uh, are being seeded with electricity compound materials as a part of massive electromagnetic superweapons programs based around the high frequency active rural research program or HARP. We have talked about HARP before. Yep, we did that as main topic. Yep. Uh, believers say that chemtrails are toxic. Uh, the 2014 review found that general thought that every person is under attack and often express fear, anxiety, sadness, and anger about this. A 2011 study of people from the US, Canada, and the UK found that 2.6 of the uh, sample believed entirely in the conspiracy theory and 14 uh, believe uh, 14% believe it partially an analyst uh, response given to the 2016 uh, cooperative con congress gestural election study showed that 
9% of the 36,000 respondents believed that it was completely true that the government has a secret program that uses airplanes to put harmful chemicals uh, into the air, while 19% believe somewhat true. But what, what I find interesting about this theory is how fucking toxic airplanes are in the first place. Like, do you know how much fucking chemicals there is from an airplane? Right. So, they they are kind of right. <laughs> in the sense that there are nasty chemicals coming out of airplanes that are polluting the skies. Right. Yeah. And there's tons yes. of airplanes, especially yes. in America. Yeah, so they're kind of right. <laughs> Um, I remember, if you uh, scroll up and you see interpretation of the evidence, Fro, uh, but if you, we're not really mm-hmm. going to read that. We're going to move over to another, the second website right after this, but if you look at these pictures here uh, on the side, mm-hmm. you see them? I remember seeing yep. this top picture, that exact picture, in a YouTube video in, like, 2002 as an example of this is a government uh, chemtrail plane. And it says right here... Really? Uh, yeah, this exact picture. Uh, this is an air. It's a picture of an Airbus A380 with water-filled tanks to simulate passengers' weight for different takeoff and landing displacement weights. Uh, the, similar photographs are sometimes said to be shown as chemtrail planes in action. Right. Wow. So these, if you see one of these pictures with like these big tanks inside of a plane, you're like, why would they have these just mm. giant tank? Well, yeah, because they're filled with water so that they can test. Uh, it the takeoff and, and landing ability of different planes. So what uh, website are we going to visit, Luke? This thing's called earthisland.org. Uh, and if you go into a mad, uh, the magazine section, there's something called Stolen Skies, the chemtrail mystery. Uh, yep. Jet trails I, in the sky uh, used to disappear. Eight. Now they linger. <laughs> I, I just lo- loved, loved the name. AI staff. Oh, EI. Right, because it's earthisland.org. So, yeah, EI, yes. right. EI staff. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, right. Uh, so, this is, it says here, it was around noon in March 12, 2000, when S.T. Brent, a late-night reporter for a radio station, entered the kitchen of his country home in Maine. His partner, Lou Albauchant? I'll just call him Lou, was uh, publis- pub- uh, puzzled over what he had seen in the sky in half an hour before, a puffy plumes arching up over the horizon and unlike any aircraft condensation trails he had ever seen. Instead of dissipating the normal contrails, like normal contrails, the intersecting sky trails grew wider and began to merge. Uh, he, uh, Lou saw what appeared like an oil-water mixture reflecting a prismatic band of colors. Mm. Uh, it says here, but late 1997, Lou began to notice thicker trails extending from the horizon to horizon, hanging in the sky. These expanding white ribbons would invariably be interwoven by more thick lines left by unmarked Air Force jets with a silver color. So th- this guy's—they're suggesting they have like a s- different color to them, 
which I never, you know what I mean? That's interesting, but I never heard that until this article. That's why I'm bringing it up. Right. Uh, in April 2000, uh, 2001, a letter to U.S. Senator Colonel Walter Walbosch, Chief of Congressional Inquiry Division for the Secretary of Air Force in Washington, D.C., called chemtrails a hoax. Uh, Walbosch blamed the increased number of contrails on significant civil aviation growth in the past decade. Right. Civil aviation? Does that mean just independent pilots? Like not... Right, right. Okay. Right. People that uh, that want to water their crops and things like that. Oh, I thought it meant just like rich people who had their own planes. Uh, no, it doesn't really... Well... It could all, mean that, I guess, as well. Right. It could, it could mean that as well. I mean, it's, it's both, I guess. Uh, Colonel Walbush described widely reported grid patterns of overlapping aircraft flying north, south, east, west. Uh, the only thing wrong with this explanation, a Texas aircraft controller told me, is that the U.S. airways do not run north and south. Right. That's kind of, I guess that's interesting. Uh, the colonel told the senator, the Air Force is not conducting any weather modification and has no plans to do so in the future. In fact, the Pentagon has long been interested in using weather modification as a weapon of war, attempts to sear hurricanes by spraying heat-robbing chemicals in their path, dates all the way back to the 1950s. A recipe for creating uh, serious clouds as a shield was outlined in 1996 U.S. Air Force study subtitled Owning the Weather by 2025. The report explained how weather force specialists were dispersing chemicals behind flying... Oh, high-flying tanker aircraft in a process called aerial obscuration. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah, the Air Force, like it says, has been into weather modification since the 1950s. Uh, we haven't... That's another idea of this whole chemtrail thing is the weather modification thing, which we've talked about in the past. And the Saudis do just seed clouds to make it rain there, but they're super rich. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, uh, uh, was it the last Olympics in Japan or Tokyo or whatever, when they uh, uh, fixed it was going to rain and they uh, manipulated the, the, the opening ceremony that it, so it would be sunshine? Oh, really? I didn't Do know remember? that. Yeah, I was something about that, yeah. I remember that as well. And then also rich people on their weddings and things like that. It's a, uh, here's interesting yeah. uh, kind of evidence in this art, this article about uh, the idea of these clouds containing some kind of chemical from. Uh, in the spring mm -hmm. of 1998, rainfall falling through heavily, uh, falling from heavily chemtrails over Espanola. Ontario, so Canada, was found to contain mm -hmm. concentrations of aluminum particles seven times higher than that of permitted by Canadian safety laws. Uh, provincial health officials ordered tests and residents began complaining about severe headaches, joint uh, pain, dizziness, sudden extreme fatigue, acute asthma attacks, and fever and flu-like symptoms. The results of the tests were not released. The report of the illness came from residents inside a 50-square-mile area who had complained they had been subjected, subjected to months of spraying by photo-identified U.S. Air Force tanker planes. 
Over 500 rev rev blah, 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 residents of Espanola area have signed a petition raising concerns over possi possible government involvement in what appears to be aircraft uh, emanating visible aeros aerosols. They have found high traces of aluminum and quartz in particular, uh, in particulate and rainwater samples. So this Canadian town, that's like the biggest piece of evidence I found anywhere that, uh, because this is actually documented, uh, that uh, there was actually chemicals in the rainwater. Right. But that seems to... Um, because I know a little about rain. <laughs> I mean, if 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 there was a polluted uh, uh, lake, let's say, and uh, the condensation from that lake goes up to the sky and it rains, uh, things that was uh, taken from that lake that is polluted would of course, get in the rain. Sure. So it doesn't really mean that... Uh, uh, but wouldn't it last... Things... If the lake was polluted, wouldn't it could just continuously rain like that, not just rain for, you know, one or two days? You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you say. Uh, Here's another that. interesting one, Fro. Uh, in 2001, mm -hmm. Dennis Kucinich, uh Democratic representative for Ohio, introduced something called the Space Preservation Act of 2001, which called mm -hmm. for the elimination of exotic weaponry from space. Wow, that's this is super relevant to the news, actually. Among the weapons mm -hmm. to be banned were the weather modification weapons, such as HARP and chemtrails. Through H.R. 3616, uh, this was later amended to remove the section that would have banned chemtrails. The original bill, though, did acknowledge the existence of chemtrail technology and remains on the pages of the congressional record. Uh, with chemtrails mm -hmm. now officially admitted by the U.S. government, an even bigger trial is set to begin in the court of public opinion. Well, well one of the most funny things I I maybe left the longest of was uh, this vinegar warriors. Can we go to in, into that? Do you mind? Into where? <laughs> into the vinegar warriors. I don't know where that is, Did but you... it's on Rational Wiki. Oh, that okay. Uh, okay. You got to... so... I was like, I was still on the other thing, so we're going to the Rational Wiki now for the for chemtrails, right? And this is uh, vinegar or this. They are interpret groups of people who have discovered the secret to removing chemtrails. Vinegar. <laughs> and numerous groups dedicated. To, and this is spite of obvious stupidity of all, they seem to believe it. The trick is to follow. Simply evaporate a certain amount of vinegar each day in order to dispense cloud and chemtrails to clear the skies. Depending on of, of how crazy the person proposing this can be, the volume range from a few liters per day mixed with an extra order to simply spraying it into the air with a bottle. Yes, that's okay. right. People, people, people believe that clouds and chemtrails at 20,000 feet can de diverse and neutralize by spraying 
spraying a couple of millimeters of the loose acid in their backyard. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. I, I found that quite funny. Yeah, apparently it says here. Okay, so the reason they would do it. Uh, for even a modicum of uh, chemical knowledge and a simple experiment in desolation will reveal that what is released into the atmosphere by evaporating vi vinegar is overwhelmingly uh, water. Vinegar is 95% <laughs> water and 5% acid to begin with. And the water is substantially more volatile than the acidic acid. The acid that is evaporated is considerably heavier than the air, so it settles out rapidly and close to its source. And and unless you're planning on lying next to a bottle of vinegar all day, keep it away from your lungs. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Uh, I also found this very funny video from Germany that was very funny. Uh, because of this, uh, 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 there was a YouTube uh video that shows this German news agency. Did you see this? No. So, um, at least one of YouTube video claims to show German news agency lifting the lid on military planes generating chemtrails and spraying barium into the atmosphere. According to the, uh, English subtitles, the actual German audio tells a rather different story. It's not about weather manipulation and chemtrails. It's all, all about shaft uh, radar countermeasures deployed from fighter planes during military exercises that were also uh, registered as rain clouds on meteorological radars. Yeah. Right. And they, they are a TV station known for broadcasting low-budget movies and softcore porn, by the way. <laughs> this is something I'd never heard yep. of. Something called Black Ray Chemtrails? I'd never heard of this. Mm. Uh, in, in the event that an aircraft is flying directly away from the setting or rising sun, the contrail may cause a spectacular uh, ray known as a chemtrail, known in the chemtrail jargon as a black ray after its sinister appearance. Uh, this has to do with the chemicals sprayed into the contrail and everything to do with how shadows work. The contrail can block out significant amounts of the sun, and this casts a shadow, which is usually interpreted by conspiracy theorists as a chemical change. Mm. So, yeah, according to them, if you just look at it the right way, it'll look black. I've never seen a contrail look black before, but I guess it's possible. Mm. Should we go to Harvard University, Luke? Okay. Uh, 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 this is from their website. This uh, is from Harvard University, something called... yeah. Something called the Keith Group, which, uh, if you mm -hmm. go to About Us, we can read about, uh, it, the leadership of David Keith Gordon McKay and of the Applied Physics at Harvard John Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences and a professor of public of policy at Harvard Kennedy School, the Keith Group is a fast-growing team of researchers working on intersection of climate science and technology 
with a focus on science and the public policy of solo geoengineering. So they are actually, yeah. they're part of their program. Uh, what they work on is weather manipulation. Yeah. Uh, should we go to the fourth paragraph? Well, I'll read this thing right here. Uh, our research into albedo modification. We work on theoretical proposals that combine global com for combating global warming, uh, solar and solar and geoengineering or albedo modification. These technologies and might might enable people to add materials to the Earth's atmosphere to reflect a bit more sunlight back to space, particularly masking or reducing climate change due to greenhouse gases. Uh, it says here. Uh, there's not, however, there is nothing secret about our study of albedo modification with hundreds of publications about our, about the topic and in academic journals and hundreds of articles in mainstream media. You can find some of our work here on this website. Obviously we are confident there is no current active program to actually test or implement albedo uh, modification outdoors. We are now involved. We are not involved in outdoor experimentation, though we are indeed actively developing proposal proposals for field experiments uh, our experiments will proceed only if it is conducted conducted in a fully transparent and public manner and only if it passes comprehensive independent safety reviews so these people are actually doing or working on what these conspiracy theorists are suggesting from mm -hmm. so go into that yeah, chemtrails chem conspiracy theory on their website yeah, uh, extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. The claim that there is large-scale secret program to spray materials from aircraft is extraordinary. Yet all the evidence we have to date has been very weak. The most common claim is simply that aircraft uh, contrails looks different without any concrete an analysis. Uh, uh, this is uh, controversy as saying uh, that aliens, no, that aliens being uh, walk among us uh, in disguise as people because some people are very strangely. <laughs> I like that. Right, so they're <laughs> saying, uh, yes. saying that some contrails look different than other contrails and suggesting there's some nefarious reason is like saying there's a weird guy, he must be an alien. Right. Right. There really were large-scale program uh, dumping materials from aircraft in the scale described. There would be have had to be a large operating program to manufacturers load and disperse material. Right. In there, such a program... This is an interesting uh, point that we haven't suggested. They would have to be creating these chemicals in like a giant uh, laboratory or giant facility. Because right. imagine how many, if every plane flying over the U.S. had chemtrails coming out of it, how how many gallons right. of chemical would you need? It would be a lot. Oh, a, a lot. And you would need all these people to be able to create the chemical, right? So, uh, one of those people that was go had to one of those people would have to deliver said chemical from factory to right. airport and that one of those people has never said 
oh yeah, I deliver the chemtrail chemicals to the airport every week. Right. Right. <laughs> it doesn't. Right. If if such a program exists at the scale required to explain the claimed amount of chemtrails, it would be thousands and perhaps tons of thousands of people. It would be extraordinarily hard to keep such a program secret because it would be very easy for a single individual in the program to reveal it's uh, using leaked documents, photographs, and actual hardware. Yeah, like you said. Right, so this it's is one. This, I think this is a good uh, place to go just because these people are actually studying actually putting chemicals into the air to try to right. combat climate change. And so they would be doing exactly what uh, this conspiracy theory suggests. Um, it says here, we don't tr trust that governments will always do the right thing, but we do trust that trust the goodwill of individuals who take risks to blow the whistle and expose uh, the government misdeeds. So, yeah, I mean, that's the I mean, only thing you can count on with any conspiracy, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, just look at uh, fucking uh, 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 WikiLeaks. How much they have found out, and not one document about chemtrails. Do you think WikiLeaks would hold that back? No. Right. They would have I found wouldn't. something by now. Exactly. Right. So, on the crazy scale, Luke, where does this end up? You know what, I put this almost on the exact same level as is uh, anti-vaxxer people. Yes. This is like yeah. almost identical when you like kind of look into yeah. it. Um, where was the part yeah. where you were saying, uh, let's see. Right, in beliefs, it says here uh, that uh, websites, the 20 websites that they found that were pro-chemtrail, believers appeal to the science of some arguments, but do not believe that academics or government-employed science, or what government-employed employees scientists say. Scientists and federal agency have consistently denied that. Right. So, it, it's very much like that, where no matter what you tell them, they're not going to believe it, because they believe that the government is lying, and so it's like a catch-22. The more the government says it isn't true, the more they're going right. to believe it. Totally. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I could not agree more. And it's it's strangely how 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 uh, I I think this ends up at a eight crazy scale. I think it's so high because there's so much evidence. Uh, maybe at eight and a half even, because uh, there's so much evidence that, uh, like like they said, the manufacturer behind it. Uh, would be extremely hard. But also, my kind of argument is also back. They are kind of right in that air fuel is fucking polluting uh, the sky. Right. But is so, that a nefarious I mean, I, I, government plan right. to, to no, poison people? No, it no. isn't. Right. No, it isn't. But do the government do anything to do, to make to make it better. Air fuel Right. better no it doesn't so really they kind of right 
Right. But I mean, yeah, guilty, so, guilty by not, uh, not doing anything. I mean, it's almost right. the same, right? That's true. Yeah. So that's why it's eight point five on the grace scale for me. Where, where does it land? For me, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with an eight. Not quite as yeah. crazy, but it's up there. Uh, and there's, I mean, other people think there's. The conspiracies go on and on about why they would want to do this, uh, and you can go all the way into uh, anti-vaxxer areas where some people think that these chemicals are causing autism and things like that. So, movie news, and we have breaking movie news. Look, that was uh, kind of funny because it just came out uh, approximately thirty minutes ago. Uh, Matrix Four officially. Uh, go with Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Lena Wachowski, uh, one of the wives. Uh, when I'm I'm seeing well that article that you sent me originally that came out today, but it looks like this actually was released yesterday around this time. Is what I'm seeing, but yeah. Right. Matrix Four. So, uh, the Matrix Four. We will not be more excited to re-entering the Matrix with Lana. Uh, Lana is the true visionary, a singular and original filmmaker, and we are thrilled that she's writing, directing, and producing this new chapter in the Matrix universe. Are you happy about this? Because I remember the Matrix one was very good. I like it, um, maybe more than other people. Matrix 2 was awful, and then Matrix 3 was even more awful. I just thought 3 was really bad. Like, originally, back then, 1 was good, but if you go watch 1 now, it's not good. It's okay. I don't think it holds up at all. Uh, number 3 is just silly and stupid and over the top. Yeah, and 2 is boring as fuck. And the ending, I just didn't yeah. like how it ended either. I, I mean, sure, that's what they were going for, but <clears throat> the confusingness of the like, the guy with all the TVs in the white room, whatever his name, the architect, all that stuff is just like, all right, you've taken it a little too far. <laughs> so uh, I know we're originally done with TV around, but I watched The Family this week, and I fucking forgot that I watched it uh, after you recommended it, it to me. What a fantastic fucking documentary. Right. Documentary show. Yeah. What'd you think? On on Netflix. Uh, I I I it what I find so interesting is that every episode is uh, is di very different in style, but it's all about the same thing. The first episode is very like uh one on one uh, uh, well, the thing you're, you didn't mention yet, it's half live-action kind of uh, fiction, right. and the other half is documentary style. And, yeah, that, that's one of the reasons I gave it such a high score is because it's not your... Lots of times I'll complain about, oh, it's just a standard documentary. It's very standard, very cut-and-dry documentary. This was not that. It was very different than a standard documentary. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I gave... Uh, the whole season, uh, eight and a half. I really, really loved it. Right. What did you think about the Maria Butina stuff in there? Did that kind of explain some things for you? Yes. And then 
the whole thing about the Russian church and all that. Right. It's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, this The whole yeah. Russiagate thing all of a sudden makes way more sense all of a sudden after you watch the show. It's like, holy mm -hmm. crap, that's the reason this all happened, right? Uh, his connection to the Russian church and all this other stuff. Uh, and then, well, that reminds me to even mention right now about this week. When was the last time on the news you saw anything about Russiagate, bro? Has it been three weeks now? Four weeks? Uh, yeah. That's no longer a thing we're talking about. Something. Yeah, I know. We all forgot it. The Mueller report happened and everybody went, oops. And then they just, <laughs> just don't talk about it anymore. Uh, talking about weird TV news, did you hear the news about Sean Spicer? No. Do you know what he's going to do? He's going to uh, join Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I did hear that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Sean Spicer. Okay. Okay. Uh, but movies, I promise you, we'll talk about movies now. Have you watched any movies this week? Because I have. I was at the cinema yesterday. Uh, yeah, why don't you go first? Uh, oh, yesterday. I will. Yeah, uh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> I was like, was it yesterday? I was in the movies. Yes, it was yesterday. I was in the movies. Uh, what did you? What do you think I watched? Uh, did I tell you this? Uh, I don't remember if you did. Uh... <laughs> You may have, but I might for just have forgotten about it. But you saw it in the movies, right? So it has to be probably yeah. something new. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you saw Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark last week, so it can't be that. No. Uh, 47 I, I meters give, down is what I'm I will give you a, I will give you a clue. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... Gosh, what, you remember the title? I don't remember the title. I can picture like the trailer in my head with uh, Leo DiCaprio and everything. Yes, but I can't remember the yeah. name of the of the movie. Something Hollywood. Called, yes, Once Upon a Time in Once Hollywood. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right there, you go. Yes. Uh, yeah, I watched I watched that uh, yesterday. Uh. uh I didn't like it, Luke. <laughs> okay. I did. Uh, I did not like it uh, at all. Maybe. What was wrong? I, what was? What were you um, having a problem with? It's it's a very boring movie, <laughs> and it's very like it's very it's very Hollywood. It's like it's cameo after cameo after cameo right. after cameo. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it's very like when they come to the Sharon Tate thing uh, with Manson and things like that. Right. That's the most in interesting part of it, and they give it almost no no time at all. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie really ab ab about? And it feels very like it feels extremely Hollywood. It feels very like a love letter to himself. Right. Uh, like, oh, look at uh, how far we have come in Hollywood. It's very Hollywood, and it's it's so filled with uh, with uh, people that are uh, famous, and and it gets a little flabbergasted. And it's nothing. It, it's about nothing, 
and it feels very like I think it's the worst Quentin Tarantino movie I've seen. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I I give it a six and a half, maybe. Six. I'm gonna have to see it. Uh, I um, maybe there's something you just missed out of it. You know, something American centric that you just didn't you know get, or who knows? It could just be boring. Mm. Uh, for all I know, I it generally when people make when people who are like Hollywood filmmakers make a movie about Hollywood filmmaking, generally mm-hmm. doesn't turn out great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, w- one exception to that rule is Edward. Edward is an amazing movie. Uh, I, I halfway like that movie and halfway don't. I, I remember watching... You're talking oh, about... love that. Right. Yeah, it, it's all right. Yeah, certain movie. Yeah. Anyway, what movie have you seen this week? I saw uh, an amazing, amazing movie called Sex Tuplets this week from... <laughs> I, I did too. <laughs> With Marlon Wayans in it. And Marlon Wayans also in it, and also it had Marlon Wayans as well as Marlon Wayans and Marlon Wayans, uh, and some lady who what? played his wife. <laughs> what the fuck, Netflix? What is it with Netflix movies? I don't. I, I, this is the third week in a row, or or something like that. We, we talked about how awful Netflix movies are. This is not proving our point. Uh, otherwise, because this is an awful, awful movie. This was Meet the Clumps with Eddie it Murphy. Is Meet the Clumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just uh, Marlon Wayans, but in the Eddie Murphy character where he's playing a woman, he's playing that's well gangster guy, he's playing the nerdy guy. And the other thing about that I really hated about this movie uh, is the product placement. It was basically a yep. car. Chevy slash cereal commercial. <laughs> yep. The entire thing was a giant cereal commercial, and in the road trip, they showed the car off the whole time. So it was definitely. Yep. Oh, and then the car at the end, of course, the Rockford Files thing. That is also <laughs> the same kind of car, fro. So that was also mm-hmm. a car commercial. Uh, even though I do love the Rockford Files, so oh. that I. Yeah. Fro knows how yeah, much I love the Rockford Files, cool. and this that part got me. I was yeah. like, "Oh, they like the Rockford Files too." I'm like the only other, and but in this, it's a joke. Like nobody would really like the Rockford Files, but I, I do. And apparently, the other thing that I hated about this movie <laughs> is this whole idea of if you don't, the dad wants to disown him because he doesn't because he <laughs> yeah. was born into a foster home. I know. That's the whole Why? premise of the film, and it's like that is so fucked up. <laughs> to th- when you think about just that's oh, the ori- original premise is that he doesn't want him to yes. marry his daughter because he was born into a foster home, and it's like, <laughs> I don't want you to marry my daughter because I don't know who your family is. And I was like, what is this eugenics? What is happening here? What who, did Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein write this movie? <laughs> oh, and it's supposed to be a comedy. And I, I can honestly say that I laughed twice. I can't think of a time I laughed. No, but I did watch the whole... I mean, it was entertaining in a way where it's like mm-hmm. so over-the-top ridiculous, it's kind of entertaining. But right. uh, overall, I still gave this a 1.5 as far as a movie goes. I, I gave this a 2, so we're pretty close. See, the... the uh, was it The Lady? 
One of the people he's playing, that you know, they CGI'd on the face. They just right. had a woman play with like probably a, a green hood on, and then right. they just right. put uh, Marlon Wayne's face on her. Right. The face uh, CGI is not very good, and that's where my half a point. <laughs> no. That's where I took a half a point off, bro, is because the CGI face it's looked like awful. crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, I give it a two. It's it's probably going to end up on, on the list that we do uh, at the end of the oh, year. Oh, this is definitely <laughs> going to be in the raspberries. Like, this has raspberries <laughs> written all over it. Like, I've seen worse yes. movies this year, but when I, yes. I, I know how the Raspberry Committee looks at movies, and this is yeah. a movie they're going to go, put it on, like, five of the lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we're definitely going to talk about this movie, yeah. Uh, what else did you watch this week? Oh, right. Uh, I watched something that was amazing As after I watched this terrible thing. Invader Zim, Enter the Florpus on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Invader Zim, uh, when we did Best Cartoon Ever Tournament, it was one of, it was my, one of my picks for that tournament. Mm-hmm. So I, I've watched Invader Zim multiple times. I love that show. And this did not disappoint. Uh, I gave this a 9, Fro. If you're an Invader Zim fan, oh. you're going to love it. Uh... Where sextuplets, I didn't laugh a single time. I couldn't stop laughing the entire time at this. Uh, it's amazing, and I, if you're if you're an Invader Zim fan, you'll love it. If you've never seen Invader Zim, go watch that first because you'll you won't get any of the jokes. They're all like a lot of it's you know inside jokes about the original TV show. So you need to have seen the original TV show to watch this. But very good. Uh, this last movie I watched was a terrible movie as well, Luke, because I watched Men in Black International this week. <laughs> right, okay. Right, yes. Here comes the Men in Black uh, without Will Smith and... Uh, what is his name? I suddenly forgot uh, his name. Will Smith and... Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember his name either. Wow. White guy. <laughs> White old guy. <laughs> yeah, that really narrows it down in Hollywood, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, the, the old white guy. But yeah, no, um, this was not funny. This was not, uh, at least, uh, there's one cameo that was kind of funny. Uh, I give this movie a three. Yeah, a three. Tommy Lee Jones, right. Tumblr Jones, that's what his fucking name is. But yeah, awful premise. Uh, yeah. I like Men in Black 1 and 2. Uh, I don't care what you're saying, but 3 is awful and this is even worse. I always thought they were just kind of silly. I mean, the first one was interesting when I was younger, but even now, it's it, there's something just ridiculous about them, but I guess that's kind of the point, uh, if you don't yeah. know. Then again... But then again, I'm I'm one of the only persons I know of, other than one other person, that's like Home Alone two better than Home the original Home Alone. So. Oh yeah, that's because you're wrong. Who am I? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's about taste, Luke. Uh, what movie are we going to talk about? We're gonna watch the trailer for Good Boys. What is it? I have no idea. That's a tampon. Girls shove it up their buttholes to stop babies from coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's got me. That's actually got me. 
<laughs> and it does. It so sounds like something a little kid would say too. That's the best part. Yeah. They're my best yeah. This will be girls at the party. You know what that means? Drama. That. That's the kid uh, from Last Man on Earth. Yeah, yeah. He didn't really ever Jacob, talk in that show, so. Jacob Tremblay. Is that his name? Okay. Someone who has sex on land and sea. What? I don't even know. I don't even get it, but it's funny. But that's gonna kill me. Chill. This is how we get the drone back. Picture this. You took my bag. Don't get any closer. Oh my God. There's Molly in there. Okay. Who's Molly? Sweet Jesus. Oh, dude. This is funny. Are we fifth graders or are we sixth graders? <laughs> Here's the plan. I'm gonna go to the party with the beer so everyone knows that I'm cool. What do you have in your pants? It's been like this ever since I was a baby. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm guessing you're not the popular kids in school. I didn't even notice till they cut back. I didn't notice it the first time. Stop treating us like kids. We're tweens. Ooh, gummy vitamins. We know how things work. What the f you? Nobody speak. Oh, this looks so fucking hilarious. I found this in the back of my parents' closet and indoor swing. Oh my god. Oh, that was a good trailer this at looks least. so funny. Oh, I so want to see this movie. But uh, look, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? Right. Invited to his first kissing party, 12 year old Max, a a Max asks his best friend Lucas and Thor for some much needed help on how to pucker up. When they hit a dead end, Max decides to use his father's drone to spy on the teenage girls next door. When the boys. Lose the drone, they skip school and hatch a plan to retrieve it before Max's dad can figure out what happened. Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 59% on Metacritic, and 89% of Google users like the movie. Wow. Pretty decent scores. Yeah. Uh, I went to the IMDb page because that's my new thing. Uh, because I like it more. Funny enough. Uh, screen time review, no, that was the wrong one, <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, for fuck's sake, I had it just in front of me, so me to there go? we are. Okay. Uh, yes. I have it here. Right. Uh, Trina Boyce said it deserves zero for being a pure piece of garbage. Shame on Universal Picture for producing this trashy movie. Shame on D director Gene Stupanensky for thinking this piece of garbage was worth putting on film. <laughs> Shame on Lee Eastberg for writing such filth. Shame on the young actors' parenting for allowing their children to perform such in, uh, in a, such a disgusting movie. 
the entire movie makes it uh, this young actor say and do disgraceful things, disgusting, illegal, immoral, and unsafe things for the amusement of adults. This is one of the, those movies that is worth of walking out of because it's so offensive. Let me just save you some time and money, but encourage you to skip this awful movie. Don't skip it because it's uh, skip it, but protest against it. We wonder why the world is going down the toilet, and we allow this kind of garbage to entertain us. Horrible movie. Mm-hmm. It must be good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think this uh, pe- person has a little small Christian uh, bias. Is 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 the name on there Tipper Gore by any chance? <laughs> I went to the Facebook. If you, I'm the only one that got that. <laughs> that only got only one in the world. No, there's probably some people that got that joke. <laughs> oh my god! If you don't get that reference, look it up on Google, people. Oh, that's funny. Uh, you got any more? I went to the Facebook. Okay. There's actually a funny one on the Facebook. Uh, This lady wrote... (laughs) She she wrote, Is this movie okay for my seven-year-old? And then underneath it, (laughs) it says, No, 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 absolutely not. No, do not let your children see this movie, are the next four responses after that. And then she writes, I thought so. I just watched the trailer, but my seven-year-old... Uh, says, oh, good boys, it's a funny movie. I want to see it. Uh, and so she was looking into it to see if it was... A, she had to write oh, that on Facebook God. to find out, though, apparently. Uh, Susan oh, Puzio, Puzio says, this was great, so funny, everybody clapped at the end in the theater. Uh, Pamela Carson says, such a good movie, me and my husband actually got ID'd when we purchased the tickets, uh, but after watching it, I understood why. Uh, hoping for another one when... Uh, when they're older kids, uh, I think they did an amazing job. So I think she means a sequel where they're grown up. Right. Uh, Donnell Weaver says, just finished watching the movie. Uh, this this movie is funny AF. Laughed nonstop. And then I got, uh, got a negative one from Case Vaughn says, this film is basically a placebo effect because you think you're watching something worth half a piss just because Joe Rogan from Superbad made it. Then you realize the entire comedic approach to this boar fest is that sixth graders uh, is sixth graders that swear and play with sex toys are funny, but the only one who can appreciate this movie are actual sixth graders and probably Subway Jared. I watched the bootleg and nobody in the audience ever flinched. <laughs> Number one movie in America. Somebody paid for those ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I love that subway. Some more shirt. That's oh my god, that's funny. Uh, funny as fuck. Uh, Lydia Anderson, nine out of ten on uh, IMDb. I don't understand the bad reviews for uh, this film, giving who the creators were. I mean, come on, you should know that you're getting yourself into here. If you found those other movies funny, 100% go and see this. And the people giving it one star just for the trailer without seeing it, 
it should not be allowed to rate. It's been a while since I laughed uh, pretty much through the entire movie like this one. I am willing to bet those bad reviews has not even seen other movies like this. Because Sausage Party had a worse scene than this. But all is the same time of humor. I loved it. My friend loved it. We both uh, shakes and we laughed through the whole thing. And the entire theater were completely full. No seats left. All laughing and clapping through the whole thing. Those bad reviews are the minority. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got good scores. So, yeah. What else comes out? Right, 47 meters down, under... Oh, uncaged. Sorry. So, this is a sequel. Four teenage divers discover that the sunken ruins of a Mayan city are also a haunting, oh, a hunting ground for a deadly great white shark. With their air supply steadily dwindling, the frightened girls must navigate the underwater labyrinth of claustrophobic caves and eerie tunnels in a search... Uh, in search of a way out of the watery hell. Uh, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 1.5 out of 4 from Robert, Roger Ebert, uh, directed by mm. Johan Roberts, starring uh, John Corbett, Nia Long, and Sophie Nalise. Never heard of her. Okay. Never heard of any of them. Uh, Blinded by the Light, it's a 2009 drama, drama, comedy, drama. Javed is a Pakistani teenager who experienced racial and economic turmoil while living in Luton, England in 1987. He writes poetry as a way to escape the intolerance of his hometown and his stubborn views of the father. When a classmate introduced him to the music of Bruce Brinkstein, Javid sees parallels between the singer's powerful lyrics and his own working class environment. Springsteen's melodies inspire Javid to find his own voice and follow his dreams. It's directed by Gunder Gada. Uh, it uh, uh, has a lot of people that I don't know who is. Vavik Katra. Hayley Atwood, Dean Chapman, Chapman, Neil, uh, Nell Williams, and Rob Bryden um, in it. It has 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, and Roger Ebert gave it 3.5 out of 4. And then finally, where'd you go, Burnett? Former architect Burnett Fox seems to have it all. A beautiful home in Seattle. A successful and loving husband and a brilliant teenage daughter who is about to attend, attend boarding school. When Bernadette oh. suddenly disappears without a trace, her concerned family sets off an exciting adventure to solve the mystery of where she might have gone. Uh, directed by Richard Linklater. 46% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 82% of Google users like this film. Uh, starring Kate Kate Blanchett, uh, Christina Wig, anybody else really big here? Oh, Judy Greer, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then a few. Oh, Steve Steve Zahn's in it. Awesome. So yeah, a few good people and a good director. So this could be a good movie. But uh, what would you watch? 
Out of those four, um, honestly, Good Boys looked the funniest. And yeah. 47 meters down, maybe a distant two. Yeah, I totally agree with you, actually. We totally agree. Let's go into the movie bet, because we have some uh, movies. Uh, two of my last movies, uh, that is on my brackets. That is 47 meters down on Caged. Uh, oh, right. It's uh, It did 8.4 million opening weekend. Okay. Blinded by the light. 4.3 million opening weekend. I saw a lot of advertising for that, too, and I saw none for 47 meters down, and it did half the amount of money. Right. And then we go over to your bracket, mm -hmm. Good Boys. Good Boys got uh, 21.4 million. Wow. And then where'd you go, Bernadette? Bernadette. 3.4 million. So, so far, Good Boys is my top, but not anywhere near uh, beating uh, Fast and the Furious so far. Right. But next week, <laughs> you have Angry Birds movie, too. Yeah. And it has gotten good reviews. Really? Okay. Yes. Strange. Yes. <laughs> because the first one was awful. One of the worst movies I saw that year. I, I remember everything in the worst movies. And this has gotten good reviews. So. Can you even find Angry Birds on your phone to like download and play as a game anymore? Or has it just yes. become a cartoon at this point? You know what I mean? No, no, no. I don't think anybody no, no, no. out there actually has Angry Birds on their phone, though. No, no, but you can find it. But oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Place it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That will uh, probably be your biggest contender. I think. Uh, I think uh, that will maybe maybe beat me. I don't know. It's got we a good chance for sure. It does. It does. It does. Uh, I think so. Uh, pluggy plug. Uh, AudibleTrial.com, like we said. Dot slash another digital citizen, because now you can read with your ears. <clears throat> uh, I'm getting. Now my fucking throat is getting dry hair. At the end uh, of the show, but, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, but uh, do you have anything in the Jeremy section? Anything interesting? Uh, well, I made... Uh, I grew pepperoncinis this year, from, And I pickled okay. pepperoncinis for the first time ever. I've ne I I love pe pickled pepperoncinis, but I've never done them I myself. No, I have no clue what the pepperoncini fucking is, so... Let's see, you get them on, like... You can get them on, like, sandwiches. They're kind of like a banana pepper. Uh, or they come on, like... Yeah. They come with pizza. It's like a, a Greek or Italian pepper. It's like... Maybe half as spicy as a jalapeno, but it's really good with Italian food and different things like that. But I made those mm. this week for the first time. I'm going to see how they turn out. Uh, in Norway, all we talk about is uh, uh, cars at the moment, because uh, there is a crisis in the government at the moment, where uh, you have to pay to... Um, go to big towns like Oslo and things like that. You have to drive to Tollbooth. Okay. Uh, and one of the park parties in, in Norway called FRP is the biggest uh, proponent uh, against uh, having Tollbooths. Right. And they said that they will go out of their government if if uh, if, if uh, they don't uh, like change uh, the tax on the Tollbooths. 
Uh, so the whole government in, uh, in Norway is in crisis because of this, and this is just be before uh, people are going to vote uh, in, in Norway for uh, like uh, the local election in Norway. Right. Hmm. So I actually have been vo to vote already. Oh, good. I always do it before. Just for your local local uh, local people, or yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. I uh, voted uh, the central party uh, in in my. Uh, they are the go the uh, the people that are sitting here, and I'm very satisfied with their, uh, especially like. Uh, when it comes to psychiatric treatment and things like that, I have done tremendously things. Uh, the whole thing with DPS, where I am, sometimes is there. They they got gotten that true, so I voted for them at the local election this year. Speaking of Norwegian politics, uh, the family fro. What about Norway in that and the and the prince? Yeah, and everything and, and how the they prince, were talking yeah. about how Norway. Yeah. I think it, I don't think it's this way now, but it used to be in Norway. You had to be part of the Christian Church to be a, right. in the government, right? Yes. And they changed that. Yes. I think we even covered it on the news. Mm -hmm. But they yeah. point that out in this documentary as like uh, that guy was involved in creating that whole system in Norway, and that's like holy mm -hmm. crap! This guy is yeah. I thought that was super interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I got yeah, we talked about it not not that long time ago when we talked about the fish ministry. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Being, yeah. Yeah. Fish, stuff. Jesus, uh, Christianity—it right. all goes together. Right. See. Mm. <laughs> you were just going to say something. Sorry. Uh, Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders, the new attack on Bernie Sanders from the mainstream media. Fro, you know what it is? You're gonna love it. No. He's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. <laughs> Remember at the end of the Rogan podcast, the very last question that Rogan asked him was uh, if you become president, will you release the, the uh, documents about aliens? Remember? Right. Very last question Rogan asked. Well, now Fox News is coming out and saying, uh, uh, what was it? That Bernie Sanders believes in aliens. He's going to, believes that there's alien documents. So he's a cons alien conspiracy theorist. Uh, that was coming from Fox. And then from uh, the Washington Post, so you know how Bernie has been saying that CNN uh, and MSNBC they they don't do certain stories because their commercials are uh, they have commercials for uh, drug companies and military and everything else and so they avoid doing certain certain stories on the news. Well, now the Washington Post is coming out and saying that Bernie Sanders is a conspiracy theorist just like Trump uh, because he's attacking the media. Mm. So they're comparing him to Trump uh, because he says that uh, the news is affected by the commercials they run. And uh, specifically, he said that since the Washington Post is run, it, Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos and Bernie is incredibly uh, anti-Amazon. Uh, he called them out for that. And then the Washington Post is now calling him a conspiracy theorist. So, yeah, that's the new attack line on Bernie is that he's a conspiracy theorist. Two movie news that we didn't cover. Uh, Sony has said that uh, they are pulling Spider-Man out of the MCU. 
I don't know if you care about this. No. No. Nope. But uh, what do you think about the new title for the 25th entry of Bond? Have you heard the new title of the James Bond movie? No. Did it come out? Yeah. What is it's it? It's called no, no Time to Die. Well, that sounds very James Bondy. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds very James Bondy. Yeah, I like it. I liked it. It's, it's like uh, Tomorrow Never Dies was You Only Die Twice. Is it a James Bond movie? Whatever other words would die in the title? Uh, well, there's a, You Only Live Once, which is kind of the opposite. Well, right. but it's also about yeah. dying because you only live once. So, yeah, I mean. Right. It's very bondy, yeah. Okay, I think that's everything. I got one other thing that you're gonna. You, I know you've okay. seen that happened this week. CRT uh, TV head guy handing TVs out to everybody. Who? There was a guy in in Virginia this week who was going around dropping like old like 1990s style TVs on uh, like 50 people's uh, front porches, but why? I'm gonna send you the thing. Uh, here, I'm I'm posting it up for you, a video. Okay. Oh no, that's that's wrong. My bad. I just posted the, the same article you just sent me. Oh, now, now I'm playing. <laughs> it's okay. I should have had this prepared before we started, yeah. but I did. I figured you would have seen this because I I know it was no. on a few different YouTube channels that you usually watch. So I figured it you would have oh. seen it. But let's watch this. So I'm going to bring it up. I have not seen this. Okay, so I'm ready. So this guy, this is from like one of those doorbell cameras, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From somebody's front porch. So yeah, go ahead and give me a countdown when you're ready, Fro. In three, two, one, play. Or graffiti, but one Virginia neighborhood has been left puzzled after a prankster left dozens of old TV sets on people's <laughs> front porches. Take a look at the bizarre video. That what? person is wearing a TV He's set. He's got a TV he- the old head. And then walking off. <laughs> the bizarre, outdated boxes found in more than 50 homes. Local police say it appears to be nothing more than a prank, but that the only crime committed here is illegal dumping. I bet it's somebody's art project or something. Watch it. will show up in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that happened this week. I haven't, I haven't watched this. Right. And then the other thing that you sent me is this optical illusion. Yes. Let's, let's talk about this optical illusion. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. So... Luke, Luke has not seen this before. It's either a rabbit or a raven. Being petted, right? And I, I, yes, being petted. And I want your honest opinion. What do you think it looks like? Well, I gotta, look, I'm going to play this Twitter uh, uh, message, or video, I mean, really quick. Okay. Yeah. Well, it definitely has a beak. But it's got like a white yeah, part on it that looks like look a rabbit. At the front. Yeah. Oh wait, I see it now. <laughs> it's like you you, see it? it's like the lady that dances, and you can switch back and forth. It's like you either see because yep. it's ears, or it's a beak. Yep. Yep. But the problem is the thing is like it. There's no nose. Like when the person moves their hand, so it's definitely right. a bird. It's definitely a bird. Uh. 
I think it's a bird, yeah. Yeah, because there, you would see the nose and the mouth right here where the... And also, rabbit, rabbit ears, The one of them would, is the wrong way if it was rabbit ears. So this is definitely a bird. Right. Yes. But you can see that how, how it also looks like... I saw a bird uh, first, and then I had yeah. to readjust my vision to see the, the rabbit. Right, right. <laughs> it's very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's not the gold dress, but still. It's pretty close. But yeah, it's pretty close. Okay, are you ready to round off? What I think are that's we going it, yeah. What next, next week, for example? Yeah. Uh, what are we going to talk about, though? What are we going to talk about next week? Uh, news of the week, of course. <laughs> you want to guess any news of the week? Um, I'm going to guess that we're going to have some news about Brexit, uh, because we haven't heard that in a while. Uh, I'm going to guess that we have some news that concerns the royal family uh, in, in in Norway. And the guess is that we will have very happy news from Indonesia. Okay, that's random, but all right. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. You want to guess? Um, my guess is somebody's going to drop out of the Dem uh, field. Oh, we already have. We oh, I know. I'm guessing that. somebody this week is going to. Who did you see yeah, drop out? We, 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 um, for fuck's sake. Who was it? Let me Google it. Um, I think it was Hinkabaton. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I'm guessing more people are going to drop out, and we'll probably hear something, my guess, about Israel. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. I think it was a hint about them. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not very good at fast Googling. But um, other things that we will cover? All right, uh, we're going to talk uh, another digital review of Ready or Not. I don't, I'm, I don't know what that is, but maybe like a, it's going to be a soap, movie. soap box derby racing movie. I think, I think it's going to be, a, uh, I think it's going to be a horror movie. Sounds like a horror movie. Okay, I think it's a kids movie about soap box derby racing. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> And then we're going to talk about Operation Gladio. What? Operation what? Gladio. Uh, what is this? Officially a non-existent secrecy, secret group. Uh, such networks... Oh, was such that these networks were hard enough uh, for NATO to control. It was called a stay-behind network uh, after the World War II... After World War II um, since if the Red Army had invaded Europe, its members would stay behind em enemy lines, lines and disrupt Soviet control. So it was like this secret um, spy agency that stayed behind after World War II to disrupt the communists. Mm. Mm -hmm. It was re responsible mm. for bombings, kidnappings, assassinations, etc., so it should be interesting. There's a BBC documentary from the 90s about it, so. Hmm. Which. 
Okay. Uh, I think that's everything. Yep, that's it for me. Yeah. Okay. From Norway, my name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. And his name is Luke, and he can say goodbye, everybody, himself. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.